This week on the Win the Deal Show podcast, we're going to walk through the elements of the framework and how it's going to help you get more B2B sales. Do you desire a competitive advantage delivered weekly that will help propel you into the next level of your sales career? Then you have found the right place. Welcome to the Win the Deal Show, a B2B sales podcast for sales professionals like you that want to discover ways to improve your strategy, communication and negotiation techniques, and ultimately win more deals. Get ready to accelerate your sales growth. Now, here's your host, Tim Barnaby. In episode one of our podcast, we walk through the three main challenges that B2B sales professionals have when they're trying to win more deals and how they can overcome some of those challenges. This week, I want to walk through each of those three areas that I talked about, clarify, amplify, and nullify, and talk about what each of those areas represent and what you can do to help bring them alive so that you can have more B2B sales. Before we get started, make sure you take the opportunity to grab my free guide to telling better sales stories, the five must-haves to turn your sales story into a success. It's specifically for B2B sales professionals, and it outlines the easy, straightforward story selling strategies that I and my clients use to hone their most important asset. When used effectively, this will make you one step ahead to winning more deals. If you want to make an impact on your sales, go to timbarnaby.com slash story and grab a copy of the five must-haves. So let's go to the whiteboard. As always, I'm going to have a video version of this episode on my YouTube channel, and you can do a search for Win the Deal on YouTube and you'll find the channel. In the middle, I have a purple triangle, which represents the results that we are trying to achieve for our customers or our client, and that is ultimately B2B sales. And then surrounding the triangle are the three challenges that I talked about in episode one. On the bottom of the triangle, I call it the abyss, not knowing the information or the issues and challenges that our customers are facing. The second challenge on the left side of the triangle is not having a message, not being clear on how we're delivering it, not being clear on what it is that we're actually trying to sell to our customer and not delivering it in a way in which they understand how it is that they would buy from us. And on the third side of the triangle is low or no conversion because we get to a point where even if we are having sales conversations with our potential customers, we're not converting them because we haven't done the work to prepare them for how they are going to buy from us. Or we get into that issue where we are constantly at the hotel, just checking in or following up with a SIPs related request, SIPs being the sharpen your pencil syndrome, where we're just constantly cutting out our margins to find a better price for our potential client which ultimately hurts us because then we're not getting the sales revenue that we're looking for. And sometimes we just end up in the go nowhere decision and we are challenged to convert any of our sales. So in order to get through all of these three problems that I highlight in the color red being the abyss, no message and low conversion, we need to clarify, amplify and nullify. And those three words, clarify, amplify, nullify are outside of the red words 
and they are in green. Those are ultimately what we are trying to achieve. Today, let's talk about what we can do to clarify, amplify, and nullify our challenges to get us in a better spot to make more B2B sales. Let's start with our clarifying. And what I'm going to talk about here are the three areas that I work with people on to bring clarity to what it is that we're trying to achieve. The first issue that we're really trying to work around is a mindset issue. Really what we're trying to achieve here is an understanding between who our potential clients are and the transformational change that we want them to go through. Because let's be very clear here, no one, no one that we're really wanting to work with is looking to buy our products or services. They are looking for a transformational change. They are looking to have a business problem solved. If they solve that business problem with the help of our product or service, all the better. But we really need to understand what that transformational change could be, what it is that they are currently having in their in their business as the, the state in which it currently is, and then what the product or service that we have could transform their business to be. And so we really need to rethink how we are out selling our products and services, and that requires a mindset shift. So we talk about how that mindset shift is going to be affecting us as we go through the rest of the process. The second challenge that we have in order to clarify what it is that we're doing is how Brian Burns in his book, Maverick Selling, talks about the map to money. So this is a map that we need to draw around where it is going to be to go from where we are in the buying process, which could be at any point when we're talking to our potential clients in the future, that could be an initial discovery. They don't know anything about us to they've done a little bit of research about us, or we've been in a competitive bid in the past. And now they're asking us to entertain a, another competitive bid process. Wherever we are on the buyer's journey, we need to map out where we come in and what it will take to get to the end. So we have some information from the past, either from working with previous clients in the similar industry, similar clients in the similar buying scale uh, as it relates to a revenue or number of licenses. We have a way to understand what it takes to go from the point of the buying journey that we enter in to an end state, which is closed contract, sign purchase order, whatever you identify as being the close out of your sale. We need to map out what that journey is so that we understand what each step means and what the next step needs to be in order to get the conversion. So your next step might be getting to a demo and where does that fit in in the buying process and our sales process and what does it mean for after the demo where we need to go. So we really need to create that map and put it in play so that we understand where we are and where we're going. The third piece around clarity is around the discovery and what I like to refer to as the bantless discovery. Now, bant is something that most people in sales are going to understand. It is a, a term that's used to talk about the four pieces 
that sales professionals are looking for when they're doing discovery with their potential clients. So it usually refers to uh, a budget, authority, need, and timeline. And the reason I call it bantless discovery is because having those four specific items does not necessarily guarantee you that even if you have all four, they're going to want to go with you on the journey to transform. And if you don't know that you have all of these items or not, there's a way in which to uncover them through the questioning process that we talk about in the discovery phase that gets you the information that you're looking for, gets your potential client to open up a little bit about what some of their budget issues are and their needs and their timelines without actually having to ask the specific questions outright. So it's really taking a process of BANT, incorporating it into the way in which we ask our questions so that those elements are revealed. And even if we don't have all of the pieces, we can still find a way to identify the fact that our potential customer has a business problem that we can help them solve. And so we talk about why you may not necessarily need all of these areas to be covered in order to get to that piece. So bandless discovery with all of those three pieces, we are clear on where we want to go and what it will mean to get to the next step. So the next step is the Amplify. And this is for me, where I talk about storytelling. The storytelling in having the discovery discussions, the storytelling in talking about how our process works, the storytelling in talking about the demo that you deliver, the storytelling in terms of how you would work, how you would bring your scope in. So all of those pieces are built around amplifying your message and the story in which you use to talk about this. On Amplify, there are three areas that we go through in order to make this work. Now, the first piece that we talk about are the sources of our stories, because we don't know what all of the stories could potentially be. So we need to identify what they are and how they're going to help us. So we need to go through a process of identifying what the sources are. Once we have our sources, once we know what kind of stories we need to put together, then we can start to build. And we have a process for how we build stories, how we bring them together, how we add emotion and really make them sing. So we walk you through how to do that and what it really means to tell stories in a B2B business setting. And finally, the, to amplify your message, it's great that you have an understanding of what stories to tell and it's great to build it up, but it really doesn't mean anything unless we've done the work of actually creating that story in a way that wants to be told over and over again as if you're telling it for the very first time. And so this comes from... Uh, a rehearse and refine process. Rehearse is really just that. I mean, it is a way in which we uh, take our story, take all the elements that make it work and bounce it off of the appropriate people to make sure that it sings and then do the revisions to that story so that we're not including pieces that don't make sense. We amplify our message by taking the sources that we have 
of stories and discovering which ones will fit based on the business problem that we're trying to solve. We build the story up in a way that it's going to have all the elements of the storytelling aspect that will resonate with the customer or potential customer and then rehearse and refine it so that it really comes together really crisp and clean for when you're telling it. And that brings us to the nullified. So this is really the crux of what it, all of the other pieces are, where we've taken everything of the clarity that we've learned from our own background information and discovery conversations to the amplify where we've now delivered our demonstration through providing it with relevant stories that have been built and rehearsed in a timely manner to get it to a point where it really sings to now being into negotiations. Now, I don't profess, I, I am not, first of all, I am not a lawyer, so I am not giving any legal advice in any way, shape or form. And I uh, would always refer you to speak to your own lawyers uh, or legal department to talk about how you go through any negotiation that you're doing in the B2B world. What I talk about that I have had experience having been on the buying side is a couple of areas in which you can prepare yourself for when you are going into those negotiations. And so this was all around nullifying the objections that you would potentially have from your potential customers and what you can do to prepare for them in advance. So the three areas that we work on in order to nullify some of those objections, first of all, we start out with some pre-planning. We understand what potentially would be a negotiation point from the contract to the scope, to the pricing, to the time. We do all of that as we're going through, but we really prepare ourselves once we know we're into some of the final negotiations with this potential customer. And we plan out what the different scenarios could be. So we work through a process around what that could look like and what we need to do in order to prepare ourselves for when it actually hits through email, through conversations, however it happens. The other piece that we need to work on is what I call position the problem. We know that Pricing is going to come up at some point or another. It's going to happen. But there's a way in which we can be prepared for it and position back to our potential customer on what that really means for them. So when they're coming back and saying, can you sharpen your pencil? What do we say? How do we react to that? And what does it mean when they've actually said it? We really walk through a process around what that actually means so that we can prepare an appropriate response and what is the best way in which to handle that. So we've positioned the problem that we know we've been talking about all through the entire cycle of this process, because that's really what we're trying to do here. And whether or not we take the opportunity to understand what the challenge is that they have either in the contract or in the scope or in the pricing and position around the problem that we're trying to solve. So we're always positioning ourselves around fixing a problem or ultimately what is it around the challenge that we're talking about or negotiating as it relates to the business problem that we're trying to solve.
Once we've done that pre-planning, once we've positioned all of the issues around our problem that we're trying to solve, it really comes down to our final step in our process. And that is we need to get to a final decision. So I call this, you got to dance with the decision maker. You got to dance with the decision maker. Now's the time. We've gone through all of the process. We've, we've been having discussions. We've been having good conversations. We've really done a great job on the demo. Everyone seems to be aligned. We've talked about the scope. We've talked about pricing. Now it is time to have a conversation with the actual person that's going to give us the yes or the no that will get us to that final step. And so we really want to talk around who that decision maker is which is not necessarily waiting till the very last moment to know who it's going to be, but it's really understanding at this point that we've gone through all of this process. Do we know who has to make that final call and what is the timeline for them to do so? And how is it, what information are we missing or have we not achieved in delivering to get them to basically say they have all the facts in front of them that they know exactly what it will take to say yes or no to your offer. That's the model. That's how we work with all of our clients. We go through all of those pieces from a clarify, amplify, and nullify. And when we do those in those sequences and in the way in which we work with our clients, that's what generates more B2B sales. Leaders are readers. Want to become the next leader for your team? Let's check out what Tim is reading this week. This week's book is Discover Questions, Get You Connected for Professional Sellers by Deb Calvert. So Discover Questions, the discover word, is a type of question for each of the letters of D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R. And what I loved about this, it talks through all of the pieces that I've kind of outlined here in the process that I have outlined for my program. What it really talks about is the fact that, you know, you need to work on how you uncover information and using the different types of questions in which to do so. This is a a wonderful resource that I believe you should look at Uh, investing in because this is one where, yes, we know how to ask questions as professional sellers, but it, we, maybe we're looking at the questions in not the right way. So we're, we tend to ask a question in a manner that might elicit a response that doesn't allow us to go further in the conversation. And what I like about what Deb Calvert writes and the way in which she gives the different types of questions that you can ask is that when you get stuck, when you're having these kinds of conversations, you can refer back to what each of those discover questions will do for you. So if you are looking for a specific type of information, there is a way in which you can ask a question related to the discover that will get you to that point. And so going through learning about what each of the kinds of questions are, and then doing the exercises that are included in the book to get you to think about how you would ask those questions for your business that will help you 
obtain the information that you are looking for. Great resource. I highly recommend it. Go out today and get it. This week, we talked about the entire model and all of the different elements of each piece that we can work through our B2B sales process. Over the next nine episodes, I'm going to go through each of the different pieces that I talked about in today's episode, starting with the clarify section and specifically the mindset area. Look forward to sharing that with you next week. Until then, go out, take massive action and win more deals. Thank you for listening to the Win the Deal Show. What action will you take away and implement? We would love it if you would leave a rating and review in order to help others like you find this show. And remember to subscribe so that you will be the first to hear the latest episode. Check out all our episodes at winthedealshow.com. Thank you for listening. Now, go out, take massive action, and win the deal.